This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. I'm ZD Donahue. We're having another song yeah. thing. From a distance, we will podcast. So we're we're batching this out because my husband has to go back to right. work. Right. We may have to start distancing. Yeah. If Mallory wants to be with her husband. I have to choose between my husband and my mom. <laughs> and I have a set of like French doors. So I chose my mom last time. I think I'm choosing yeah. the husband this time. So I have a set of like French doors <laughs> where like I could be in one room and she could be in the other with French. Door. And then we, and then I said, or I could sit in the shower and we could have the yeah, glass it's not shower all the way door up to the ceiling. You know, maybe it'll be warm I, enough that we could like podcast outside. I know. I I know. Okay. Anyway, she just suggests we do it on. Like, she wants to put me in a closet. No, I was going to go in the closet. You'd be in the studio, and I'd be in the costume closet sitting there. The The cords on our microphones are actually really long. Right. Like, we could be pretty far away. I just think it helps for us to see each other. Well, it does, for sure. We could just uh, FaceTime. I know. I thought about uh, that, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, actually. It's you know, always the movies. Yes. You know what's kind of funny is I would say... 90% of podcasters are not in the same room together. Right. <laughs> but we have this vibe going, right? Well, we also like, I have the mics set up <laughs> properly and I do not want to screw it up. I do not, right. I, I don't want to like, also with podcasters who are remote from each other, a lot of them will complain that like their Zoom crashed and they lost a whole episode or right. something like that. So, oh God. Um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're lucky in some ways that we get to be in the same room. It makes things right. a little bit more uh simpler okay um from a distance not yet right now we're we're still in my kitchen okay so today and we're in the kitchen because Derek Derek's teaching from home gets to teach from the studio for just a little longer okay so today we're going to cover these wash away stabilizers okay tell me if you know this you've been around a little longer I've been around yeah you've been around I've been around is this what Sulky first came out with? Were these water-soluble stabilizers? You mean, were they the first ones that or had Or was this? it like, I guess I just remember, and this may have just been a stocking uh, choice at the shop, like when I was younger. In my brain, Sulky was synonymous with this Solvy stuff. I think Here's what I think. Okay. I think it was the first home product stabilizer. We had, you know, we yeah. were doing... Um, commercial embroidery at the time and there was another product okay similar to it it was a little bit heftier i believe at okay. the time and there was also another one that we made badges on that was you know real almost like vinyl badge master yeah 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 i yeah. don't think it was called that that was the home product well yeah. i remember at one point and i, mean, I yeah people were calling it they were inter they were interchanging, interchanging the name okay and maybe because they were so close and i, I 
As far as I know, they may have been the first one with this. Okay. So what we're talking... On a home level. Okay. What we're talking about today are water-soluble or wash-away stabilizers. And Sulky uses the cute little phrase or name in their... Uh, branding of solvi like, like dissolve dissolve <laughs> so these are water soluble stabilizers we said stabilizers are named by how they are attached and how they come away so we can have like fusible cutaway and fusible tear away and we can have pressure sensitive or a sticky tear away um you know and then here we are in the how to remove it and we're in wash away land and this is a fun interesting land to be in so it's wash away but Mm -hmm. it's dissolvable so what happens is if you if it hits moisture water it dissolves that's right now why the hell would you want to do that kind of like sugar yeah (laughs) you know a lot of people are like i would be like yeah you need water soluble stabilizer and they'd look at me like what the heck you know crazy so the first one that we have here is solvi lightweight temporary stabilizer so here it is it looks like a film, like yeah, um, saran wrap. A little bit of a cloudy saran. It's not wrap. as light as saran wrap. No, it's a little bit well, and or a sticky, stick together, clingy, clingy. Okay, there, I guess clingy. There you well, go. Well, when we say saran wrap, the it is cling wrap. The uh, yeah, cling yeah. cling film yeah. is what they call it over in the UK. Right. Uh, so yeah, it is not quite like that. There are stabilizers actually that look a little yeah. more like cling film. And guess who accidentally used? Saran wrap a stabilizer one time. Who would that be? Our stable, our water soluble stabilizers, in order to avoid humidity, had been like wrapped in saran wrap. Right. And I accidentally used it. And you know what? Saran wrap is really durable, and I couldn't <laughs> get it to come away from the embroidery. I was, I, I just, I was like, whatever, this is a no, rag like towel now. Plastic, no, no, it was really, it, it, yeah. even though it was all perforated. It wouldn't come away right. from some of the areas. So Saran is the um, the brand. The brand yeah, name. Yeah, it's like Kleenex uh, clean or wrap. something. Yeah. Okay, so this first one we're talking about is just Solvi. TM or regis- registered trademark. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I think this was the first of, you know, it's the most basic of the water-soluble stabilizers. And generally used as a topping. Okay? So used uh, when embroidering to keep stitches from sinking into fabric like sweater knits, fleece, and to hold down toweling nap. So this is what will keep the, you know, terry cloth loops from right. poking so through So if stitches. it's bumpy, uh-huh. it sort of smooths it out and holds those loops or fibers or nap. So you would use it on corduroy or velour. So fleece. Right, so you're going to have a stabilizer under your fabric more than likely? Yes. Okay, 99.9% of the time you're going to have a stabilizer underneath. And then this is going to go on top. So your thread, it's between your threads, your embroidery threads, and the fabric that you're stitching it onto. That's right. Where the other stabilizer is under the fabric you're stitching on. And I remember only using this on towels and not using it on fleece. And then using it like on a fleece, I was like, oh, this this pile isn't that high. I just won't use it. But then I did use it. And I was like, oh, this is it really may, nice. Again, it, very nice. it cleans up the edges, mm-hmm. makes it pristine. You don't have little fibers popping up yes. through your stitches. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it's really necessary. I think it, well, okay, <laughs> I think it depends on the project and who you're doing it for because 
if it looks okay enough and I'm doing 40 fleeces or something and it looks okay, I probably won't use it on each one. Um, I'm talking about the show choir fleeces I did in <laughs> high school. That's what I'm talking about. All of you who have show choir fleeces from Rockbridge High School show choir did not get salty on your little logo on the yeah, left but chest. That was, a, that was also a, a pretty... Um, it didn't look too bad. It wasn't it was a, fuzzy. The, yeah, yeah, it wasn't it too wasn't fuzzy. fuzzy. It didn't look terrible. Could it have looked a little better with it? Okay, maybe. Yeah, but well, none most of, the, of them were wadded up in the trunk of a car most of the yeah, time. Yeah, so I wasn't too worried about it. Now, when you stitch on top of this stuff, you need to um, – we're going to talk a little bit more about some of this basting stuff or whatever, but it just lays on top. Mm-hmm. You can hoop it, but that's a little wasteful. Because you probably don't need it to cover the whole right. area of the hoop. So we lay it on top and you can scotch tape it or you can baste it with a machine basting stitch and embroidery. Or you can dampen it and see if it'll stick. stick like um, baste it with water. Right. You know, yeah, absolutely. So we don't we don't normally lay out a whole... A full hoop of it. Right, no. a full hoop of it. Because something I think maybe we haven't mentioned is we always recommend having stabilizer to cover the entire hoop area. I see people trying to cheat and not, and use a... Well, and like always, when you cheat, sometimes it works and sometimes sometimes it doesn't. doesn't. That's right, that's right. So we always say make sure to have plenty of stabilizer around your hoop. Well, with this, you don't have to do it. It's not really supporting stitches. It's just laying down the fibers. This also can make your buttonholes look great. So you can have their tear away under there, lay a little piece of this on top, now, do I have to get this wet to remove it, Mom? Not really. I tear away most of it first. Yeah, I actually end up not getting I mean, it wet rare, a lot of the yeah, time. Yeah, a lot of times I don't have to at all. But And sometimes you can just mist it, like with you yeah. know, a spray mister or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like so on a towel. Yeah, so it's not like you have to wash it away. No, I, it will It will get perforated, unlike actual No, it around. will wash away. Yeah. The next it time it goes away. in the, you know, the wash, it is going to wash away. Yes, so... It, it's not, you know, I guess I wouldn't use it on something necessarily that, like, couldn't get wet. Um, right. Trying to think of something that well, can't get wet. Yeah. Well, you can. Okay. But it, t- it tears away really You can easily. because the moisture in the hair, air will, will eventually get rid of we'll it We'll get also. rid of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You yeah. could hang it in your bathroom while you took a shower and it would help remove it. Yeah. So this is Solvy. So that's kind of your basic. I would. And that's one reason we stored it with you know, the cling wrap around it. Yeah. Or we would, um, sometimes we'd do it in a, you know, one of the zippered bags. Yes. The, the plastic zippered bags. <clears throat> so the moisture, because what will happen is sometimes it will get like crispy. Yes. You know, the moisture will actually it will, leave it. It will get crispy. Right. Uh, the next two we have are super solvy and ultra solvy. Mm-hmm. Now you think, okay, what's the difference between well, super and ultra? It's, you know. it's the density. Yeah, it's the weight. Um, the super solvy here they say, just to clarify, so it's medium weight. So solvy mm-hmm. was lightweight, super is medium, ultra is heavyweight. So this is like tampons. That's <laughs> I right. I feel like I'm reading a tampon Which day of the box. week are you embroidering? <laughs> yes, which, <laughs> which day of the week are you Which day of your embroidery cycle are you on? Yes. Oh, my God. That is, Mom. Is that cute? Applause. Okay, that thank is you, funny. Thank you, thank you. Okay. So, well, I was going to tell you about the second day of my embroidery cycle. Where you it, would use 405 where, Super where Solvy? I, where I would use Super Solvy, <laughs> and I would use two layers of it, Mallory, and I would use it underneath and on top. Would you like me to tell you? For what? Well, 
someone comes in and they had an heirloom hanky. Ah. And they wanted embroidered for their wedding to give to their mother or mother-in-law or someone significant, you know. Yeah. Whoever, whatever, for an occasion. Uh-huh. And they're leaving me with this damn heirloom you know, oh god, uh, hanky, right? Yeah, which of course I cannot replace if I screw up, right? Okay, so it's woven, but it's extremely delicate, probably old, probably cotton, but it's very, very lightweight, almost sheer, maybe. Yeah, so you don't want to see after, right? I don't want to see any, any stabilizer on this, I don't want to have to tear something away and maybe ruin these delicate tiny little stitches I'm forced to put on here uh-huh so I would take this little hanky and I would sandwich it between this so there would be one and a lot of times what I would do is I would put the corner of the hanky in and I would fold that over. stabilizer <clears throat> over and then I would hoop it yeah okay and I would stand there and I would turn my embroidery machine down on, you know, as Slow. few stitches per minute as possible and watch this thing stitch and hold my breath the whole time. <laughs> so that is the one occasion where I have used it from underneath. Okay. And this this one, the Super Solvy says, it washes away quickly in water but can often be released with a q-tip with a wet q-tip right. so that's nice because then when we get to ultra solvy it's heavier weight and it says use a lot of water yes this is almost like paper Vinyl. well what i want to say is it's almost like rolled out starch yeah because we have this is what you can use for freestanding lace right okay and freestanding like applique kind of projects right and so when you stitch that, you're stitching on this vinyl-y stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you put it in water to soak. And sometimes with these freestanding lace designs, people will shape them. Right. You don't want to really get rid of all of it. And people will reapply it. Right. They'll dissolve some of this in water mm-hmm. and like brush it onto something to stiffen it up. Right. So that is... Sort of like a cross between like starch and decoupage. Yeah, there you go. I yeah. mean, yeah, they're all... So they're all somewhat related there. So this is the heavier stuff. Now, you were talking about Badge Master and Badge Master is thicker than this. Badge Master is like vinyl. Right. And it, so there is something out it there. It is yeah. this clear, <laughs> vinyl-y looking thing, you know. Right. And badge so it means you're making badges right it has nothing to do with the day of the week right <laughs> unfortunately this is the bad the day of your badge cycle yes. whatever <laughs> so um you're laying you we used to get badges that were pre-made yeah so it was this square or this circle or this oval or this crescent or this whatever right mm-hmm. and this is was in industry in our commercial um thing we had going and the edges were finished like satin stitched off right right but you laid them down on this badge master right and they kind of even already had this bad badge master in it and then you embroidered them right okay and in home the home market what you can do is take that lay down your fabric Mm -hmm. And you have, you know, the the badge or the trace um, 
function on your machine and it stitches out the square. Right. And then you trim your your square fabric off while it's still in the hoop, right? Right. So now you get the shape of the square and then it goes back and it does your satin stitch around the edge and then you finish doing the interior stitching in your badge and you have a badge that's on this stuff like vinyl. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... I mean, you can do that on a lot of different things, but it winds up being something that is freestanding. Right. So it's nice to have that, and it keeps that shape, and then, you know, you can hand your badges out to a million people. Right. And they stay stiff, and they've got that backing on them, and um, it can even kind of, I used to, like, dampen it when I would sew the badges on. You know, I'd dampen uh-huh. the back of it, put it down on the fabric, and it looked worked like a glue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this Ultra Solvy, though, you could, if you have a really dense freestanding lace design. Right. Once again, you could use two layers of it, because right. I have encountered freestanding lace designs that, like, oh, my gosh, we're stitching over this area again. I'm oh, afraid it, it's going to pull away, it, you know? Yeah, I, I was <laughs> kind of always real picky about, you know, the person or company's Who freestanding, freestanding lace, lace you that got. I liked. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then we have paper solvy. And so it looks like a piece of paper. In, like you oh, could. I bet it is. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, so this, they say, is perfect for paper piecing, punch needle handwork, cra- counted cross stitch. So they're even saying you could work on top of it. And this is one of those stabilizers that's available in an 8.5 by 11 that can go through your printer. Right. So you can print a design on it. Or you can draw a design. Oh, sure. All these different things. So you get your your design on top of this stabilizer. So you could actually, we're we're talking about sewing on top of this, your fabric's underneath, and you're doing something like that. Now, they also say edge work, you know, and cut work and things Mm -hmm. like that. So that can also be useful, too. Um. So that's good. And then Fabrisolvi. Let's um let's take a little break and come back and talk about Fabrisolvi. Hey ZD, wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Okay, so Fabrisalvi, this is where you need to be careful because it looks so much like the soft and sheer. I know. Cut away. So like looks keep, exactly like keep it. your labels I together. Mean, really, it's really, yeah. Well, and this is something. You can write on the edge of your uh, stabilizer. Yeah. Or yeah. you can have stickers or mm-hmm. you know, make up stickers, whatever, uh, to put your um, paper tape on them and write on it, whatever. But la- labeling or over-labeling your... Um, stabilizers is not a bad idea. Now, some stabilizers, and I think Sulky wasn't it one where the name was on the inside of the roll. Uh, I don't know if they do that. They've they're all about this clamshell, but the, on the inside yeah, of the roll is smart. I don't right. know if they do I that. I used to always write it on the inside of my roll if it wasn't there, because you can lay it down. Yeah, you know, you're in the in the um, heat of the moment, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you're embroidering over here and you're sewing over here, and then you run into your surgery and you're doing this. You do that, and you're like, "Man, I know this stabilizer is either tear away huh. or is this water oh, soluble?" Man. I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, writing it on the inside of the roll, it, I just did it as soon as I unwrapped it. I just wrote it on the yeah, inside. Yeah, and of, I or would, they would have a label on. I could stick inside the roll. Yeah, so you can roll up like there will be a paper, like a large paper label, right. and I like to put that inside the roll, but that yeah. can slide out. So right. writing is a really good well, idea. Well, or too. you can tape it inside the roll. I've done that. Stuff. Yeah. It, the thing about the label is, you know, it will give you a description too. Right. But right. nowadays, you can always look that up on yeah. the internet. Well, and uh, okay, so the the paper salvi that we talked about just before the break, it's once again one of those can, that can kind of get perforated and tear yeah. Yeah. away, which is nice. Um, it does say to use a lot of water to remove the paper, and then in Fabrisalvi land. You're working with a different fiber than we've encountered. So the first few we talked about, they're these clear plasticky looking things. And then we have paper salvi, which looks like printer paper almost. And now we're back to that sort of non-woven looking. And I want to backtrack right before you say this. Uh Because on the salvi salvi products, right? The the salvi salvi products versus the fabric salvi products. When we talked about it being a cross between, you know, glue and starch right basically what can happen is if you don't tear a lot of that product away if you get too much you can wind up rinsing for a long time that's right i mean i mean you really should Mm -hmm. tear away as much as you can good point Uh, um yeah i 
I don't know what we, we, I started to talk about that and we went off. No, we kind of got else. on a yeah. little. Yeah, you you but, tear this stuff away or you right, remove as much right, as because, possible. Because I before. mean, it just dissolves and sort of becomes a glue, really, or something. You know, so you want to get as much away as you can before you start rinsing. And I like to rinse in running water. Some people would soak. Like, They'll in do a like tub. a tub. Yeah. Yeah, I used to sort of like to stand there and kind of rinse it. Yeah. 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 Well, and you know, it might depend on the project. Well, too. I mean, right, right. Whatever works for you. But like I said, you still want to get rid of as much product as you can. Okay, so now we have a fabric-like uh, water. fabric-like. Well, yeah. but it, but it's a little, it's it's much more fabric than the other solvies. Yeah. Okay, you know, not as much fabric as the fusible knit. And it really almost has a drape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's more like that lightweight cutaway. And this is for when you do want something that acts like fabric. Because, you know, you know what I really uh, like is, the recommendation for using it for stitch and turn applique Mm -hmm. so it'll go away after you have done that so you you know you put your fabric you know right side down and you stitch your your circle and then you can turn it right side out and it's like you've stitched on fabric but it will go away afterwards so this is um it says works just the same as fabrisolvy um or excuse me I'm reading sticky Fabrisolvi instead of Fabrisolvi. (laughs) Uses a topper or backing. Okay, I don't like to use the Fabrisolvi as a topping. I feel like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a little more fibrous. Uh Um, So I do like to use it when it's more fibrous. I like to use it for my freestanding lace that's a little more dense. Dense. Yes. the open lace. The the stuff that's really dense that I'm like, oh my gosh, you're perforating my plasticky looking stuff. I'm afraid my plastic stuff is just going to get perforated and tear away. Uh, I think the fabric makes me feel a little more secure, especially if I were to hoop like two layers of the Mm Fabrisolvi. So I actually like that a little better for freestanding lace personally. Okay. Um, and then there is a sticky version of the Fabrisolvi. So it has the, just like the tearaway, it's got a waxy paper that can peel away and, you know, you can stick stuff to it. Now, it's, it, once again, it can go through the printer, okay? So ideal for accurate placement of loose items when making yeah, scarves. Yeah, they're or talking about blah, blah, blah. Right, you know yeah. when you place like, I used to do this all the time. Yeah. Throw sequins on stuff and uh-huh. then just freehand embroider over it. That was a big thing for me for a while. This fabric, all these stuff yeah. is cool for like making your own fabric. Right. So I did a class and, where and we what made a I bracelet. Used, what I used to do to do that before this was I took Salvi. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I took spray I took spray adhesive and made it very, very light, as light as I could on the fabric, threw down my stuff and then put the the solid on top on it, just enough that it wouldn't dissolve yes okay yes and then i'd go to town right yeah but so this th- made it easier this yes. could help you do some weird stuff right. like thread collages right, and right. things like that so it can be um it it's nice for things too a lot of heirloom sewing can benefit from these water soluble oh, stabilizers oh, well right and th- yes and i think you know i think that's where i got the idea to do the handkerchief uh huh. You know, it's because Very, yes. we were using Salvi's in, the, you know, in the heirloom type stitching. Right, right. And then uh, stick and stitch is something that you can print on. And we we actually aren't finding this in our 
package. In our package. So I'm going to ask them about it. But I I think it's similar to the sticky Fabrisolvi. Once again. Well, this should be able to go through the printer. Correct? Yeah. So it can go through the printer. And you, once again, this is something where you can pl- print a template right. or a pattern. Stick it on top of your fabric. Stitch, stitch through, through it, it right and then rinse it right. away and you have um you know a really easy way to transfer a pattern so let's pretend you've made something on the computer or you've drawn something or you can draw on it like you said before and you can stitch through it on top of it and it's a really nice way to be able to do that so that's stick and stitch and um our last one I love this okay this really does look like saran wrap I would say it's the most Sarani wrappy of them all. And this is a heat away clear film. Um, used as a topper or stabilizer on all fabrics that can withstand iron temperatures of 260 to 300 degrees. Similar to a cotton setting on most iron. So that's the highest setting. So they're saying you have to. So you would test this. You would test this. <laughs> you would make sure. Okay, definitely, then, definitely test I it. was a little... People talk about being terrified. I was talking about being terrified where people were like not hooping their sticky tear away. And I've seen people be absolutely terrified. Oh my gosh, I'm not going to put my iron down on this plasticky mm-hmm. stuff and expect it to just go away from my project. And I thought the same thing. The first time I used this on a towel, I was like, is this really just going to go away? How can this not get on my iron or mar something and I you barely have to touch it well it balls up yeah it just like it, it, yeah small, it turns into like little beads goes away. or seeds and if they're on there you just flip them away yeah 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 so it actually is really nice so they're saying Battenberg lace free motion thread well, I was lace say, I think maybe I used this one time with the sequiny trick sequiny stuff yeah because okay I, I don't think it was sequins I, honestly, I uh-huh. think it was something else. It was like um, little cords, little, little strings and stuff. Okay. Know? And I was free motioning over them, and I think I used this because I remember ironing it off. So I was always, and here's this is this speaks to the the fact that these toppings can and should be torn away first, because when I use a water soluble topping on a towel, I rarely ever get out water. To remove it. Right. It tears away so easy. Right. Same thing with this heat away. Right. So at first I was so afraid to use the heat away. However, I used it and the, you know, 90% of right. the stabilizer just gets to be torn away. Yeah, I just don't away. think there's many times where you shouldn't try and tear away the bulk of the stabilizer. Yes, you should. I, I, no, I totally agree. I can't agree. think of time. I, I totally agree. I can't think of it. So you have, um, so you have this, but I don't know, maybe something can't get wet or I'm trying to think... That's what I'm thinking of wet. Something you don't want wet. Why? And I'm trying to think would if you I not just used it get... to dry it out or if I used it for a reason. Okay, would you not want to get velvet wet? Well, I'm thinking things with a nap. However, you also wouldn't want to like press an iron down into velvet. But you barely have to touch the iron to yeah. it. So like, I hate to say that the heat away is a little redundant. So I'm wondering. But I'm trying to I'm figure out. I'm wondering if you can use like a hairdryer with it. Ooh, or like a heat gun. Well, like, yeah, you right. know, Something yeah. Something blowing hot air versus pressed heat. Ooh, we'll have to try that out. But that does. Somebody try it. Tell somebody, us. somebody try it. Now, we don't have a heat gun. No. we. Well, yes, we do. Oh, we do? Is, I don't know. I Okay, I don't know if there's a difference between an industrial heat gun and a heat gun. 
Yeah, that like, would be something. Because we have like that we one don't. that, well, you know, it's like a f- flamethrower. So yeah. Derek needed his glasses like adjusted. And I was like, well, just, you just hold the hair dryer on him for right. a little bit. <laughs> He's like, what? And I was like, haven't you ever seen him do it right in front of you? Like, they do. They're, just using yeah. a little, they're bending the wire. But he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, don't worry. I'll adjust your glasses. It's like, okay. Uh, so that is, those are the stabilizers though. Thanks for sticking with us through. <laughs> oh, Sticky oh, stabilizer. I didn't even, I didn't even think sticking with us. Thanks for fusing through this with yeah, us. Yeah, fusing. For the, um, you know, before, like, thanks I, for, th- we're not done. Thanks okay. for being our stable, one, stable listeners. <laughs> one thing that isn't on here that you'll find with other brands. So, like we said, this is a sampler pack. This is not all the stabilizers that In have ever world. been manufactured. Right. Okay, um, it's a nice intro. And and here's the thing. I mean, how many stabilizers are we talking about? Twenty something. Uh, you keep talking. Well, and there's more. Okay, or and or and or there's different companies and there's similar products. Every company will tell you theirs is the best. Um, sometimes eighteen. Okay, <laughs> I uh, you know I have used stabilizers from many different companies and I've enjoyed them all. Sometimes and sometimes I find a favorite for a while and right. then sometimes I change and um, and you want to have a library of stabilizers, but you don't have to have all of these. And if there's an occasion where you might think you need one and you're only going to use it for one particular reason, there might be an alternative to it in what you have. Yes. You know, like you don't need the sticky. You can use, you know, um, a spray-on glue or you can pin it down if you have to. Or, you know, what I'm saying is you don't have to buy a boatload of stabilizer for one little tiny project, maybe. Yeah, and that's why I like the sampler pack. And it's why... And the sampler pack is neat. Yeah, yes. and it's why I sent it out in the box, because I right. don't think everyone would have just... If I said, hey, get this sampler, I think it was a nice thing to kind of <laughs> nicely force on people. <laughs> well, it's it's an education for yeah, one Yeah, because I don't think that yeah. people normally, you know, maybe would have just up and bought this if right. they weren't getting into machine embroidery, right. you know. So now you have it. Now you know. And heck, you can get a lot of buttonholes out of this. Uh, you know, All of them. Uh, yeah, you can get buttonholes out of that totally stable and some topping here. You know, you can get quite a few of those. So you can see if these help you, if there's one you, you know, prefer to work with. Um, and we haven't done a lot of talking about other ways of sticking things down and stuff. We'll get to that in a, in a different episode, but I think there is one stabilizer style here that is not represented and that's water activated glue stabilizers. Yes. So there's wet and stick is what you may <laughs> see it called. You like that? Well, I'm just thinking about that now. And I think there's a learning curve on that one. That's another I one. I people get it too wet, not wet enough. Okay. You know. you know what I think the key for that one is? Yeah. Okay. So first of all, it's the entire, you know, stabilizer is covered in a water activated glue. Right. Okay. So you hoop that up. I think it is meant for fabrics that you're not going, or excuse me, for projects you're not going to hoop. And you know what Jane did? She would just do like four corners. Right. 
okay, instead of getting the whole thing soaking right. wet. Absolutely. Because I think some people would get the whole thing right. soaking wet and it would get globby and gluey. I, and she did four corners because I used to do like a or frame. Or like an X or yeah. like something like that. I would do like, like a frame is what I would you do. I would go around the edge of it. You, you don't know. have to like paint right. it. Okay. Yeah. People would come <laughs> and go, this doesn't work. It'd be like soaking yeah. and falling out of the hoop. And I'd say like, yeah, it's not going to work like that. You, you, need, you need one of those. Well, actually, something that well, can be useful with that and with removing water-soluble stuff is um, the envelope blotters. Right, right. Yeah. Or they used to call stamp, you know, but they're a little yeah. container that has a sponge on the end that you fill with water and you can plop them. Yes, know, blah, yes. Blah, blah. Or sometimes a little spritzer. Uh, yeah. That worked too on those. But we, we did have the sponges so people wouldn't spray each other but people, in class. <laughs> um. but that, is, that is one thing that's not in this pack. If anybody's going to teach a class where there's spraying involved, just get, just be really, really um, cognizant of the fact that people will spray each other accidentally and spray each other's machines accidentally. So you need to have a spray area where people get up and walk to it away from machines and other people. Yeah. 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 No. That, very, guess very why true. we know that. <laughs> so, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that wasn't represented here. You know, we got heat on. I know, I am too. I'm trying to think. Like, I think that, that the... What's something bizarre that I've done that I haven't The mentioned? wet and stick is the one thing. And I don't... That is one I personally, once again, don't miss. But that's because I like the spray. You know, yeah. so I'm not worried about it. Uh, but you might, you might like it if it's something that, you know, you enjoy using. But it wasn't one that we sold out of every week no. at the shop. You know. Obviously, I think the thing we... The thing we sold out of most probably was the sticky tearaway. No, or fusible tearaway. Fusible tearaway, tear yeah. yeah. Why am I saying sticky tearaway? Oh, my God, the sticky tearaway. Oh. Fusible, <laughs> fusible tearaway is definitely the one. Yes, um, it would have the highest it, rate of turnover yes. for sure. And, and because it, it just happened to be what people were also, you know, embroidering or what, what was popular at the time and, you know, all that. And then this probably should have been included in the cutaway episode. <laughs> but... Those fusible sheer meshes that we talked about, those yeah. are used in t-shirt quilts. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. So that's true. Or the or the dream weave. So mm -hmm. if you're trying to make your t-shirts not stretchy, right? That's something that gets used a lot. Yeah. In that in that dream weave will also repair a small little um, hole in something where you can sort of back it. You know, you know, I need that actually on this pair of leggings. So this is a pair of leggings out of like Merino performance knit from New Zealand that cost me $40 a yard or something. And Marbles uh -oh, got put, it. His, yeah. put his paw on me and just, you know, just caught it. I had the same hole. thing happen and I, I, th I think it might have been Rasmus. And yeah. He just got my legging just right. Just right. It, it, it like, like ripped all the way across. I was like, I, I actually wound up like sort of zigzagging mine yeah, together. Yeah, so you can, but you it was can like, use a little bit of that. It was just sort of so freaky how it happened. Well, I don't know if it's freaky. I'm like, well, it was for me. Like, he was yeah. just putting his pop to like shake, you know. Oh, yeah. Caught my, yeah. yeah. Marble's kind of crazy. So, anyway. Okay, well, that is the end of our stabilizer series. If you have any questions about stabilizer, you can comment on this episode at SoHere.com. ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.